بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وأهل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين عظم الله أجورنا وأجوركم بمصابنا أبا عبد الله الحسين صلوات الله وسلامه عليه Dear respected brothers and sisters السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته On behalf of Ahl al-Bayt TV and the After Maghrib podcast team we would like to offer condolences first and foremost to the awaited saviour the Imam of our time Imam Sahib al-Asb al-Zaman and of course to yourselves the entire Muslim Ummah on the demise, the anniversary of Ashura the tragic day, the monumental day where Abba Abdullah al-Hussein lost his life along with his family and his companions Welcome to the After Maghrib Podcast My name is Ahmed Abbas and joining me Sayyid Ali Radawi Assalamu alaikum Ahmed Wa alaikum salam How are you? Alhamdulillah Yourself? Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Sayyid It's been a, a very emotional couple of weeks mm. um, Alhamdulillah We have just finished with Ashura a couple of days ago and now we are recovering I'd say from, from a lot of it and also kind of processing emotions over the last couple of weeks for me this Muharram Ahmed has been a bit different in mm. the last few years you know the last few years we've been I think limited and restricted due to COVID-19 mm-hmm. so we were shall I say I can speak on behalf of many in the community yearning to be attending the majlis of Abba Abdullah Hussain alayhi salam but why I say it's been different for me is because this year I've been going to my children mm. and one thing that I can say that has changed the way I think about the tragedy of Imam Hussain alayhi salam was having two little girls in particular. On the second night of Muharram, I was at Majlis and I remember hearing the, the lecturer reciting the musibah of Fatma Alila, I think some of them call her Fatma Zuhra, mm. if I'm not mistaken. And this was the orphan of Imam Hussein salam. And for me, having two girls who were literally sitting with me during the Masaib and hearing it, it just touched me in a way it's never touched me before. So that was one thing. And another thing I was saying to myself before even attending Majalis, you know, it's actually difficult taking the kids with me. It was, it's been very difficult, if I'm honest. And... Uh, I also thought of another thing. Imam Hussein took everyone with him to Karbala. Mm. And I was like, he didn't find it difficult to reach what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destined for him. Who am I to say it's difficult or make up excuses not to bring them? So for me, it's been a bit different from that perspective. But Muharram has been in general quite emotional. And hearing the Masaib year after year, it just renews that connection that we have with the message of Ashura. Um... Honestly, said I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, this this Muharram as well. I, I think I'm in the same position as mm. you. I have a baby boy, alhamdulillah. Mashallah. And um, being able to take him to Majalis of Hazrat Ali Asghar Abdullah mm. Radhi is um, it's hit me in a way which I've never felt before in my life. And to be honest, you know, it's not just for for his story. But also, I, I said to um, I said to my wife a few days ago. I said to her that having a child now, Subhanallah, it, 
you th- you see the whole perspective of mm. Ashura in a different light. Mm. You know, like um, the age groups, for example, of of the of the shuhada from Ali Azgar as a young child, Awn Muhammad, Qasim, mm. then Ali Al Akbar, Sajjad, Abbas, the various kind of transitions and ages, and you think, well. Like at the age we are now And the ch- ages of young children we have How how much would it destroy us To lose our children yeah. You know Like it's the most frightening thought A human being can have But what about Abdullah Hussein Went through It's it's very 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 hard to, to understand mm. To process mm. But um I think you're right. Alhamdulillah, it's been it has been hard taking taking the kids to majlis, but at the same time, it's been an eye opener. Mm. Subhanallah, and it's made me very grateful. Alhamdulillah, that we have access to majlis and we have access to to centers. We have spoilt for choice as well, and it's been um, ten nights of grief, but inshallah, ten nights of change. Nights of change. Inshallah, this is change that we take, not just. In the nights of Muharram mm. But inshallah throughout the entire year And for the rest of our entire lives yeah, There's no point going to a majlis yeah. l- l- Let's be honest There's no point going to a majlis Mourning, crying, serving Learning something new Going back home Ashura is over And then we're back to square one So it's very important that we learn who Hussein is And why he went to Karbala mm. And why everything happened yani, Imam Hussein To know the whole goal I think I've mentioned this on a previous podcast. The whole point that he went to Karbala mm. was people think he went to battle. He didn't go to battle. He went to revive the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Like Ashura happened, Karbala happened. So the sole purpose of us connecting with Imam Hussein is that he gave us Islam. What's our duty as Muslims? Mm. We carry on that message. Mm. When Imam Hussein stood on the plains of Karbala, he said, "Hal min nasr the, the message the imam was giving us Is for today It's not mm. just solely for the people Of that day in that place at that time It's for us today And for us to go these 10 nights <clears throat> And maybe not to Reflect on that message Is a shame Allah I mean there's an opportunity here I think for us As a community, as individuals and as a collective To come together and think well, What change can I make In my own life mm. And what change can I make to the people around me because we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran, I will not change the condition of the society until you change yourself. yourself. Mm. And we know of course that you know to, to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you need to know yourself. Amir al-Mu'mineen alayhi salam says, Man arafa nafsahu faqad arafa rabbahu. That if you know your nafs, your soul, you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Arafa arafa Yes, my Arabic is... Uh, no, no, I wasn't correcting your Arabic ah. anyway, sorry. I was just remembering... Yes, it's uh, a I've beautiful this before. hadith. It's mm. a beautiful hadith, and it's something I think for us to reflect on. That if we've, if we truly process the last ten nights, whether or not you've been to the majalis, whether or not you've been at home, whether or not you've connected, but, you know. But the idea being is that if we have felt anything in our hearts, we can act on that, you know, mm. and we can try and understand ourselves and where we are as a position, uh, and 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 maybe where we you know can strive to be. But uh, you know, the goal is inshallah not to lose the momentum. That we have developed over the last 10 nights And to find a way to keep that progress going Why is it important to not lose momentum? I think it's important I think it's there's so many 
approaches to it, but habit formation is a very important thing for mm. us and for us to realize our potential. You know, Imam Hussein, in my opinion, was uh, the epitome and the, the most, the peak, the pinnacle of reaching one's potential. The way the Imam reached the, the potential of endurance and the peak of endurance is an example for us. And the resistance he had, the strength and the courage he showed. And that is something for us to learn from in every aspect of our lives. Mm. So, inshallah, we can try and do that. But it's, it is important not to lose the momentum. And inshallah, we, we, you know, we can act on, on the lessons, the various lessons we've learned. You know you're touching about lessons here. Mm. You know, I'm sure you've been in every single night attending the majalis. No doubt, alhamdulillah. And who, who, maybe the views, even the listeners, they can even contribute towards the question. I'm going to ask Brother Ahmed here is, what is one lesson that you can take from the majalis you've attended that you can apply in your life today? It's a beautiful question, um, honestly speaking. Um, alhamdulillah, I've had the, the, the opportunity to attend mm. uh, probably four or five different majalis this year in terms of different communities, different That's centers. Beautiful. Um, mm. And it's been eye-opening, alhamdulillah. One thing that we have to remember is that Ashura and the 10 days that we commemorate about Abdullah Hussein at the start of Muharram is an opportunity for us to learn about the Imam of our time. Hmm. Because if we're not taking away a lesson from Abdullah Hussein and understanding that there is a Karbala today, there is a fight, a resistance today, and there is an Imam who's, who's waiting for us, who's looking for supporters the same way Abdullah Hussein did. Then unfortunately we've not understood the message of Imam Hussein. The Imam fought with a minority against the majority. The Imam fought against the tide of oppression that unfortunately we all, we still see today. So for me personally speaking, I think that's something I've I've thought about a lot mm. um, over the last couple of weeks. That the Imam of our time is is waiting for us. We always call him the awaited savior. Yes, and he yes. is indeed. But of course, maybe he it's us who. He is waiting for As opposed to us waiting for him mm. Do you see what I mean? Mm, mm. So maybe, you know Inshallah that's something I can I can learn more about And, and, and uh, inshallah look into more And yeah inshallah, How about you? Inshallah and it's, it's, it's nice how you've Actually mentioned the Imam of our time May Allah mm-hmm. his reappearance Because one of the lectures uh, That I was listening, listening to For these 10 nights was Having connection with the Imam of your time mm-hmm. yani, we always, I'm not going to say we forget, I'm not speaking on behalf of anyone, but we forget that he is a living imam. Mm-hmm. We know he exists, we know he's there, but I don't think we actually think he's alive. And he's If he had a physical presence in Najaf, yeah. for yeah. example, yeah. wouldn't we flock to see him? No doubt. No but doubt. the fact that he's not physically there doesn't mean he's less existent, if mm. that makes sense. And the, be- the beauty of it is that you can talk to him directly mm-hmm. and he's listening. And that's something we forget. Yani we, 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 it's good that we always call out, for example, we want to build a connection with Imam Hussein alayhi salam. We want to build you know, our passion and our pride of Abir al-Mu'mineen Ali ibn Abi Talib, for example. But let's not forget Imam Sahib al-Asri zaman it's, it's very similar, shall I say, you know, to the companions of Imam Hussein. When they gave their life and their loyalty and everything, we should be doing the same with Imam Sahib al-Asri zaman And something interesting, just speaking about the companions, mm. Is I learned the other day the meaning of something that we've always recited in Ziyarat al Ashura, mm-hmm. and it's a part where it's, it's talking about the companions, and it says, Alladina Badalu Muhajjuhum Dun al Hussein alayhi salam. And 
I didn't actually know what that meaning was. And is that they gave everything to Imam Hussein and that everything is like one dot in the heart. SubhanAllah. Which means everything. So I can't explain it as well I know what you mean. as the lecturer was saying yeah. it, but that is when I understood they gave everything to Imam Hussein. Imam Hussein gave everything to Allah, and in return, Allah gave millions of hearts to Imam Hussein. Speaking of the companions as well, just to add to add to that, you know what what occurred to me as well, Subhanallah, and I like the fact that we're sharing these reflections because mm. we know, inshallah, we learn from each other and, and from the viewers as well. But the companions were not masumin. No, yeah. they weren't masumin. They were people like you and I, fallible human beings, who made the right choice at the right time. Mm. Do you see what I mean? We go about our lives not knowing when our last decision will be made. Should I pray now? Should I pray later? Or should I listen to music? Maybe I shouldn't. But these decisions that we make on a day-to-day basis, we never yeah. know what decision may be our last. Mm. But subhanAllah, that decision, these decisions that these companions made was the right decision at the right time. And they surely they knew what was to come. They knew that the whole world would be against them in a, in a quantified sense. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would be with them. In the Akhirah to come inshallah And that Imam Al-Hussein is their leader mm. And if there's something for us to remember Is that these nights of, of Muharram Is there for us to reflect on The lessons and stories that we hear every night Are not just there for us to grieve And do latam and wear black And make it ritualized But they're actually in fact To allow us to find a path and avenue To become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And that is the ultimate goal inshallah So, But I think that, that what you mentioned about the companions mm. Is so beautiful, subhanAllah. And and if anything, I'm, the one more thing I think which I've been thinking about a lot this these ten nights is the companions. Because we know Imam Hussein lost his family and we hear about the family every single Muharram. In fact, their stories we know the best. Yeah, yeah. But the companions, subhanAllah, we know they are unbelievable. They are they are real life superheroes. Ahsan Ahmed, I think the points you touched on right now is beneficial for everyone and even me being on the podcast with you i promise you whenever you speak i'm learning something new it's i'm being truthful here best since we are speaking about ashura i want to know you know the tragedy of karbala is it's everyone has some sort of personal connection with maybe uh it could be abu fadil it could be, for example, the companions. It could be Lady Zainab, sallallahu alayhi But everyone has that one soft spot mm-hmm. from one person that took place on Ashura. Mm-hmm. What is yours? It's, um, it's a hard question to answer because every story in Karbala touches you in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think there's one element to each story which gets you and breaks you down. And um, for me personally, the story of Abu Fadl um, is one which which tears me tears me apart. And I think it, for me, it's because he he understandably was angry on the day of Karbala, on the day of Ashura, and he channeled that anger into something positive mm. for his family. Mm. He knew his purpose in life was to serve his master, Abdullah al-Hussain. And he knew that from birth, his goal, his mission was to be there as the backbone for his brother. Mm. And when he 
was there on the plains of Karbala, he sought permission from about Abdullah saying to go and fight. No, go and fight. No, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. You must be here as my flag bearer. But when he went out, he went out with the purpose to defend, not to attack. Mm. He went out with the purpose to, 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 to serve his family, to serve the young girls, the women folk of his camp. To answer the cause of Atash. To answer the cause of Atash. And that is something for me personally that I learned from. Mm. And of course, there's so many other stories as well. The story of Muslim Ibn Aqil is something I, I, I love. The first martyr of Karbala, we know him as. Ya thiqat ruhi. The, 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 the word I'm looking for. The messenger, the trusted messenger. Of ambassador. Abba ambassador yeah, of Abdullah al is a story I think um, I also relates to me. But how about you, Said? Yani for me, personally, it's, you know, you, you talked about Abu Fadl. And I think... Everyone has this connection with him Because mm-hmm. Abu Fadl is Bab-Hawad. not your average brother mm-hmm. He's the most loyal brother you'll find yeah. And we see that in Karbala uh, But for me If I can actually talk about Abu Fadl yes, Just a little bit You know, the, the other day I was listening to his Masaib And It's something I hear every year However, this year was, was narrated a little different And it was the moment where you know, Abu Fadl will fall off his horse. And what hit me the most of him falling off the horse is that the lecturer was saying when someone falls off from his horse, he has his hands to protect him. But when Abu Fadl fell from the horse, he had no hands. So he fell straight onto his face and, and and there's so so many you know I can never stop talking about Abu Fadl Abbas. But for me personally, I think it's the story of Hur, where you know Hur was one of the main reasons that Imam Al Hussein ended up being denied water, and he feels this guilt where he comes back to his you know to Imam Al Hussein with his head bowed down, and he seeks his forgiveness. And Imam Hussein straight away forgives him. Mm. Knowing that he is the cause of the Atash mm-hmm. in the camp, knowing all of this. But he still forgives him. And it, and it reminds me that no matter how sinful we can be as human beings, the door of repentance is always open. So that's one th- reason why I connect with that is because we're all, we're all sinful. Mm-hmm. We're all sinful. And every time we hear the story of Hur, it just reminds me of the mercy of Allah. If Imam Hussein is this merciful, how merciful can Allah be? And another thing that I can always relate to is the sacrifice Imam Hussein gave, which I think was his biggest sacrifice, was Ali al-Asar. Because he was the last one before Imam Hussein gave away his life to go. And when he raised Azhar to the sky, and he said, Lord, take everything he wants. Until you are pleased with me. Yani he gave his full life to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I don't want to go too much into the Masaib. Mm. We all know what took place. But these are two things that always connect with me. Mm. No matter how much times I can hear them. No matter how much times. And the beauty of these Masaib is that we can relive them through poetry. Mm. We hear, you know, um, even more detailed and things that even can touch you even more 
and get you closer to the tragedy of Karbala Ashra through poetry. Uh, Do you have anything you can recite for us, especially in I, English? Because I, I would probably not recite in English. I, I did write something uh, a few days ago. It wasn't completely finished. Mm-hmm. It's in its draft stage. Best. I, I wouldn't mind sharing it, inshallah. Habibi ya Hussein Habibi ya Hussein Habibi ya Hussein Habibi Habibi ya Hussein Habibi ya Hussein Habibi ya Hussein Habibi in Muharram, I dress in black, angry for you. In Muharram, I dress in black, angry for you. Every year I remember what befell you. I would recall you on the plains of Karbala. And remember the tragedies of Ashura. I mourn you every year, Habibi Ya Hussein, Habibi Ya Hussein, Habibi. Oh, my master, if you close your door, where do I go? Oh, my master, if you close your door, where do I go? You're all I know, as I grew, you're all I know. Without your love, I am lonely, I feel alone. Without your love, I am lonely, I feel alone. In your majlis, like an orphan, I feel at home, I feel at home. And home is by your dome, Habibi Ya Hussein, Habibi Ya Hussein, Habibi. As my tears flow down on my cheek like a river, I remember two severed hands by the river. As my tears flow down on my cheek like a river, I remember two severed hands by the river. Abu Fadl, your backbone, your brother. They took his left, took his right. They took Abbas. They took Abbas. To see you stand, he'd fall. Habibi Ya Hussein. Habibi Ya Hussein, Habibi Will I ever stop serving you? No, never Will I ever stop serving you? No, never 
I will serve you until I die forever. For serving you, my master, is salvation. Intercede for me in this world and hereafter. A servant, you're my king, Habibi Ya Hussein, Habibi Ya Hussein, Habibi. Salli ala Muhammad wa ala Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Muhammad. Shakhna khayt qabla amalkum Sayyidna. Thank Habibi. you very much. Thank you for asking me to recite. No, no, it's an honor. It's an honor. It's We've all benefited and um i've for years i've cried listening to your voice i think the first time your voice really touched me i think was probably 2015 so for nearly eight years subhanallah you have you have been pivotal to me and it's an honor to be here with you and to be here with you every week now alhamdulillah that's very kind of you ahmed the best uh Thanks to Imam Hussein. Yeah. Thanks to Allah. There's um, a short, inshallah, a short noha mm. I would like to recite in Urdu, which of course I think is um, not in English, which of course I know we, 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 we prefer to recite in, but inshallah it is accepted and something very small. And the concept of it is. Talking about the absence of the Ghazi or the warrior, which of course we talk about Abu Fadl al-Abbas mm. And at the the moment where the Rida or the veil was was taken from the heads of the women folk of the camp of Abu Abdullah al-Hussein And them asking Hazrat Abbas, where were you when mm. we needed you? Where were you to protect us, to guard us? Muhammad wa ali Muhammad.
मैं सदा देती रही तू नायाजी तू नायाजी मोहम्मद वाल मोहम्मद सलवाद beautiful you all at home and inshallah we can continue to strive to be on the path of Abu Abdullah Hussein sallallahu wa sallam as that is our goal to follow in his footsteps to mm. reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anything to add say? no in fact i want to add and speak directly to the listeners and the viewers watching wherever you are be on youtube the channel apple podcast if you have a story that can change someone's life you know we spoke about our own personal lessons but i want to hear their lessons what they've learned this muharram and what changes Absolutely. they're going to make in their lives and inshallah this can benefit everyone so please do engage with the podcast and let's work together in making a better muharram for everyone yeah hussein yeah hussein assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh